why is every bathroom uh just sort of like under like an inch of water you know what i mean that's i feel like they're all just kind of it might <laughs> it might just be my luck but i feel like every bathroom is just kind of like soaked are you going to poo poo in a flood zone <laughs> Welcome to today's album swap. Yep. On today's album swap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a robot. You can't album for swap. whatever reason say album swap. I yeah. don't know what the words mean. <laughs> album swap. Anyway, I yeah. gave Nate uh the album Ugly Organ by the band Cursive. And I gave Josh California Cursed by a band called Drain. Mm -hmm. Here we go. You want to go first, Nate, or you want to go second? Um, uh, I feel like you said that Cursive is like one of your favorite joints ever. This right? is one of my one of my one of my albums I like. <laughs> how about how about you go first then? All right. Because I feel like you'll you'll like lead the pack on the back half you All know right. what i mean i'll go first so Cal drain. california cursed by drain yeah i like the artwork <laughs> <laughs> that is and that's it just about as far as my likes went okay fair enough so to to paint the 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 scene mm -hmm. this is a hardcore band uh, from California. They have crossover uh, elements of thrash and uh, punk and yeah, just an all around, uh, in my opinion, great, great uh, hardcore band that's that's killing it currently. Killing it currently. I, I really enjoy this release of theirs. However, um, I knew that Josh would uh, probably not so much sure. appreciate this. I knew that you knew that, and I know that everybody listening knows that hardcore is not for me. But I wanted, I wanna, you know, I wanna push Josh in to the deep end, you know, and kind of. I just want to hear his thoughts on listening to a full hardcore record, and honestly. Really, most hardcore releases are between 20 and 25 minutes. So you're not going to, you know, you're not losing any time, I feel like, listening to these guys. And well, their live set? Well, I lost I lost 44 <laughs> minutes of my life, technically speaking. Because <laughs> you listened to it twice, yeah. yeah. Um, And their live set is... 12 minutes that's it it's unbelievable how how down to a science they have it however that's enough of me talking i just wanted to set the stage for this uh hardcore band called drain and their album california curse so josh i'm sure you have at least one or two notes i have a, hit me with some notes i have a couple yeah 
So my first note that I wrote down is, holy shit, I'm four songs in. And that was when I knew <laughs> that this isn't going to be the album for me. Upon okay. upon getting that far in, if you like hardcore music, as far as it, the genre goes, I think that this is good. I think for hardcore lovers, this <laughs> yeah. is this is a good hardcore band. I don't like it. <laughs> right. Uh, I think that I don't know. It's just kind of it, it was it was like ten minutes when I got to this point. Maybe uh-huh. maybe that long. Probably not even yeah. that long. And it just there's there doesn't seem to be any structure behind what's happening, which is not something that I tend to be drawn to. Uh, sure. I, you know, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of notes. They're kind of scattered. But as far as I could tell from the lyrics, he has a lot of messages about following your dreams and doing what you want with your life and don't listen to what these people are telling you to do, like do what you want to do, which is a really good right. message. And musically yeah. speaking, I had to really read the lyrics because I couldn't understand a word he was saying. The way that he... For sure. I guess it's it's hard for me to explain without you guys listening to the songs, but he doesn't enunciate any syllables if he doesn't have to. Whatever fits mm-hmm. the word into that little small little spot that he needs to fit the word in, he's going to fit it in there. Like if he wants to say structure, he'll just say sure instead of structure because that'll fit the word in there. <laughs> and that I did I don't I don't like that. Like yeah. I like to be able to hear what you're saying at least. But he did have a good message in his writing, which was nice. Um, yeah. Musically, hardcore music in general usually has like, uh, well, I'll let you finish. I'll get to that. I didn't love the the mixing on it, I guess. Sure. The reason is, is I think that everything was mixed really well, but they mixed the guitar and the bass and every other stringed instrument that would be on it really super tight and compressed and really, really tight mixed. But then the drums were very, very open and roomy. Yep. And same with the vocals. And that felt a little off-putting. I would have left everything with a little bit of room. I've, it felt... Very typical hardcore. Is it? Though. Okay. Very, yeah. very See, very that, that's... Yeah. It just... It feels weird to me. It's... It's, it's almost right, like... I'm it, dipping your toes in. Yeah. I'm dipping that's, your toes that's great. In. It's almost like it was, it was close to being metal, but it wasn't yeah. mixed to be metal. So mm-hmm. it just sounded like a shittier version of metal. <laughs> to me, <laughs> one would are... almost say that hardcore can <laughs> can be a shitty version. Okay, of metal. well yeah. then I'm right on so. path then. Uh, well, at least like production wise, sure. And stuff, yeah, like and that, that's that's about. what sure. I'm that's what I'm meaning for sure. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. were all great sounds. Like the, the guitar tone was great, the bass tones mm-hmm. were great, the mixing on the vocals were great. There wasn't too much verb. There wasn't too much vocal delays. It wasn't sure. overbearing when there were doubles or anything, but all of those together made it just sound kind of fucked up. Like they didn't finish, like they mixed some stuff, but they didn't mix everything else. Sure. And that was a little, little bit weird to me. The set, the drums though, the mixing on the drums kind of reminded me of like a seventies mixing where it's very open and roomy and just big toms and big kick drums and big snare drums. And I did like the sound of them, which was, yeah. which was nice. That kind of, made the 22 minutes a little bit better (laughs) yeah Uh, sure on character fraud when he he yells imperfect like yell but he yeah but he does it in it it every time he said you 
I just wanted to barf because it sounded like it hurt so fucking bad. <laughs> and that's something that I noticed with this band is it's yeah. it's constant straining, but to the point of where it almost it hurts to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm guessing that their set is that short because otherwise he'll he'll uh, seriously like he'll blow out his vocal cords. <laughs> Maybe like I'm. Maybe. It probably takes him a while to recover. Like I'm guessing their tours are probably one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off. If they're not, this guy's <laughs> a fucking. It's incredible. Um, There's a way that you can push your vocals to to do screams uh, that don't harm your vocal cords see and, and, I've, uh, and i've heard that but i feel like all uh-huh. of his screams are all throat screams that's what they sound like. yeah they're all throat oh, i agree head, i agree which is is very straining yeah i agree it it definitely uh you know i don't know these these people personally and really this is the only release that i've ever heard of them i think they've had like maybe some eps out there before this prior to this um but this is like their main release and uh yeah I, i'll agree with you it, it he very much sounds like uh yeah it's all just right coming from the throat that his screams which for sure is gonna strain yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh at the at this point when i started to think that i was already halfway through the album i was onto a song called hollister daydreamer yeah which yeah. dude what the fuck's that doing in there it's it's like 45 <laughs> seconds of yeah, some really really pretty acoustic guitar but pretty in it kind of reminded me it's, of Metallica. Yeah, it's like dissonant kind of like weird chords. Yeah, with know. with this with this electric guitar riff that's slowly yeah. fading in over the top of it and it made no fucking sense to me at all. Yeah. It would make sense as a break in the album if the sound was going to change a little bit on the second half, but I really think that every song on here is essentially the same song and has the same da 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 da. And then there's sometimes there's a little guitar solo over it, but it's 22 minutes of the same song and it's 22 minutes of the same song that I don't get any pleasure out of. So I don't want to, I don't want to be rude because I appreciate you. I knew that you were going to hate, whatever like heavy music i would throw you away i just in general. it's it's i don't like the vocals on it mm-hmm. i think that the mixing it could be really good sounding musically speaking if the mixing was well i mean apparently they hit what they wanted because you said this is what hardcore sounds like so it's pretty typical yeah, yeah. so i'm not well versed in the in the hardcore scene but for me i think that they could do wonders with getting a better mix on everything and having it collectively sound like a song Instead of just sure. some guys that are kind of thrashing, I don't know the album. The album's not for me. I watched their live set too that you had sent me, and yeah, I'm sure that it's fun for people that really enjoy hardcore. If I yeah. were to go to that show, I would stand as close to the fucking door as I possibly could <laughs> because it is insane. And also, we are in the season of COVID, and that guy was shoving his mic into everybody's mouth oh, yeah. that would take it. Like that's disgusting. That's, that's hardcore, baby. That's hardcore. That's if you disgusting. if they see you singing the lyrics, man, you're you're getting a mic shoved in your face. I I will say live sounds better. I still don't enjoy the music, but live sounds a lot better than on the album because 
everything is mixed for a show. So everything sits together nicely as opposed to the album where everything's kind of just wherever the fuck they felt like placing it. Like it felt like it felt like drums were in the left corner, bass is in the right corner, guitars in the left corner, and then the other guitars in the right corner. And the vocals are just shooting down the middle and stabbing you with this. Yeah. 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 No, I, I completely get it. Uh, and I will admit his vocals are a little harsh at times. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I just wanted to like shine some light on, uh, a hardcore band that I've been really enjoying as of late. And it kind of fits in with our green room, uh, like punk yeah. sort of yeah, definitely music, does. punk, hardcore, whatever music. Yeah. I, I, I've been loving this album and specifically the way I found these guys was the, the live show that, that Josh had mentioned earlier. Uh, there's a dude on YouTube, one nine seven media, uh, really amazing thing to watch, especially now that we're, uh, as of the time of recording, everybody's in quarantine and things like that. I'm personally missing live shows. Like I, I miss going to shows so much. Like it's, uh, I mean, I, I, I pretty much made it a point to at least go to a show like maybe once a month or at least once every two months. And that's not even counting like the local music scene that I would go see like pretty much every week. Yeah. Um, once all this stuff is over, uh, the, the, the video by the way is, uh, uh, drain at LDB fest. Um, we should just, we should go. I will, I will absolutely go, but I will not (laughs) get anywhere near the stage because to set the the scene for you guys they i'm they mean it well and they're not trying to hurt anyone but it's it's violent dancing and like kicking and punching and i just yeah i'm i'm i said it before and i'll say it again i am a bitch yeah and i my face is my job yeah that's That's, right that's a good joke because we do a podcast where you can't see us that's right (laughs) um I can see you though, and uh, let me tell you, get a different job. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was gonna say. Um, so yeah, if you're interested, LDB Fest, uh, Drain, and the uh, YouTube channel is One Nine Seven Media. He basically films a ton of hardcore sets, and uh, if you're, which is something that I I'm way into, and uh, another great. Uh, show filmer, I guess would be the word. Um, uh, it's a, a, filmographer. Yeah, that's or videographer. Ah, right. oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Another. I was great, trying to be uh, a prick. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Another great uh, same same sort of thing is uh, a guy in Utah, uh, YouTube, YouTube called. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to say utah <laughs> no youtube uh called hate five six he he also just basically just films hardcore shows it's amazing i maybe we'll do an episode on on show filming uh, that, that would be kind of sure. interesting i guess i don't know we'll see but anyways drain for me this album is just just beautiful just perfectly embodies that 
that uh, hardcore thrash crossover, nice little bit of uh, uh, breakdowns and buildups, speed ups, slow downs. I mean, it's it's a it's a perfect starter if you've never been you know deep dived into the hardcore scene i feel like these guys just watching their show by the way it's like i said it's 12 minutes long you can make the time of of day to just sit down and watch 12 minutes of uh the culture that is hardcore music because i really feel like it is a culture it's a different it's so out there it's just if you've never experienced a show like that you need to at some point um by the way, the singer just seems like a nice man, you know, like if he just, he's just, he's just like, he actually, seems like he doesn't, yeah, go ahead. He doesn't look like he would be in the hardcore scene. He looks like he right? like plays hockey with Bryce on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had exactly. to be judgy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, this album though, for me, it's full of rip roaring riffs. Rip roar and rowdy riffs that sure. that get me going. Sure, uh, the drumming is impeccable. It's just beautiful, and it can be really hit or miss with with heavier music, hardcore music, especially um, where a drummer may not. It, they can be really sloppy, and I feel like this drummer was super on point. Very tight drumming. Uh, the bass tone of this fucking bass player is so good. Just, I love that thick fucking bass that, uh, just it's crunchy almost. I hate this. I don't know if anybody else understands what I mean when I say that, but it's, it's that kind of bass where when you're at a show, you, you feel it in your chest. Yeah. Instead of just hearing it, like you feel the bass literally. Right. Right. And um, I don't know. I just I really enjoy this this album a ton. I love even the little touches they did where the album starts off uh, with this uh, kind of filter of like underwater sort of. And uh, you hear like these seagulls kind of, you know, on the background. And eventually it, it brings up like all the guitars and they're just they're just fucking riffing away at this this heavy riff and uh man it just it just goes it it goes and it doesn't stop and again this album is not for everyone but i think it's a nice uh toe dipper if you will into the hardcore genre if you've never experienced that before or if you have and it's been a while i think these guys are a nice uh crossover for you kind of has a little bit of the 80s sort of metal thrash metal uh riffs in it um it's it's just it's just great it's meat and potatoes it's it's nice you know um josh's house is on fire <laughs> Sorry. as we as we speak trying to blow my candle and i couldn't find the cap so anyways drain california curse love this album I knew Josh would not like it, but hey, we hey, gotta. You know what, though, I really and I mean this sincerely. I really do like the artwork. <laughs> I like, and I know that that sounds like I'd yeah, be condescending, cool. but honestly, I don't even care if I don't like the album. I would hang that up somewhere because the artwork is dope. 
It is cool. Yeah, I, I really like the artwork. That is one thing about metal and then now hardcore that I'm starting to see is the artwork is usually something that I really like. Yeah. Which is weird. Uh, you guys hey, you guys know Bob at this point. Bob has shown me a lot of bands in the past, and I have not liked any of them. But I yeah. have liked every shirt of theirs <laughs> that he's worn, and I've asked him for it. And he has mm-hmm. not given me one of the shirts because he is, what you drinking? Uh, shite claw. Were you, oh, claw. I thought you were going to say water, and then you changed it to shite claw. Yeah. No, I love I love uh, artwork for hardcore bands, metal bands, whatever. It's especially some of the like DIY stuff where it's like I don't know. We'll we'll cross those bridges when we come to them because I feel like I've got a couple uh, of bands in the chamber that uh, I think you'll really dig artwork first and foremost, and then none of the music, but. We're gonna we're gonna throw you in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Great. So that's that's drain <laughs> that's drained. California curse. Uh check it out, please. Uh they're they're re- I'm really digging them lately. Anyways, we're moving on. Josh gave me Yeah, yeah, yeah. A band called Cursive. Yep. As in the uh style of writing that is just not it's, relevant. It's cursive. Right. Um, And uh, the album is Ugly Organ. Correct. Ugly Organ by Cursive. It's the Ugly Organ, if we're getting technical. Is it really? It is. Because I, okay, when I searched it, I thought. I didn't mean that to sound rude, but when I talk with my hands, I feel like it makes it less rude. More like when you talk with your hams, because you'd have like a couple, two, three hams. I've had four hams, <laughs> and they were tall boys. So really, boy, I probably, I probably had like two and a quarter regular beers. That's right. So cursive. Yeah. The ugly organ, I guess. Give it to um, me straight. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna say this. Off the bat, as a whole, let me say this off the off the top. I think if I would have listened to this when it came out, which is uh, 2003, I feel like this would have appealed more to me during that time. Sure. And then reflecting back on it now, I feel like it would have had a strong nostalgic tie to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, especially uh, just to, again, set the stage for this band. I would say it's uh, indie rock, emo, sort of uh, rock, I guess. I, you know? I, th- I think it's mid... You know what's weird? It's Midwest I believe emo? it's classified as Midwest emo, yeah. Eh, this is not Midwest emo to me, though. It's... Uh, it's they they're from the Midwest and they have okay. emo songs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So in a literal Midwest, sense, I guess they're Midwest emo. Midwest emo is like American football. Sure. That's, that's, sure. that's the classic uh, clean toned, uh, really math rocky sort of uh, vibe to it. But um, this band, it wasn't it wasn't a bad listen by any means. 
uh, it just <sighs> so for for example, you gave me brand new uh, "The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me." That album felt like it felt like I had listened to it a thousand times before mm-hmm. when I when I really first ever gave it a listen. This feels more like an oddball of the group of emo bands that were coming up during that time that were, I mean, they were trying to do something different. I mean, I, I get it. They they have really odd things that they add to their music that maybe not a lot of other bands are doing at the time. Like you hear violin in there. You hear uh, horn sections at certain points. Mm-hmm. You hear... Um, uh, organ sure. <laughs> obviously like a like a pipe organ a church organ sort of sound to some of their music and but at the same time it didn't hit for me in the same way that something like devil and god would because it just it uh it just tended to to be a little too out there and not so grounded so I think if I would have had a nostalgic tie, like I said, maybe this would have hit hit harder for me, but I don't. And the album's not bad by any means. I think it's good. It's just uh, I don't foresee myself coming back to it. And there's a couple of reasons why. So let's get into it. I think my notes are uh, a little bit more, more than... Uh, than yours on this one, but I totally understand your every song sounds the same. There's not a whole lot I could have written about that. No, no, I took exactly, exactly. Um, the intro, eh, just like, don't have that. Um, (laughs) I actually, I, I do agree with that. Very, very what are we, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, just get rid of that. Um, but the starting the the song after the intro, I love that. Just the the snare hits with a little bit of kick drum, and uh, it kind of gives you like this this haunted funhouse spooky vibes with a little bit of a uh, chaotic emo elements to it. Mm-hmm. So it's you know there's a little bit of yelling, a little bit of uh. Well, throughout this this album there's there's uh points where there's there's yelling or screaming and it's done really tastefully to where someone like for example you don't really care for maybe all screaming all the time where to me it doesn't bother me um but i i know a lot of people that are like well i don't mind it when it's just like a little bit here and there because i think it adds to it and it adds like this almost a sense of like passion for specifically those parts and lyrics. And I think throughout the album, they did that well where they uh, were able to add tasteful screaming, let's say. Yeah. Um, Art is hard is a really great song. I, I really, really like this song. I could see myself coming back to this song uh, the chorus is super catchy, and I I'm like a really big sucker for those kind of uh, just the the chord choices they used, where it's like <sighs> it's hard to put into words because I'm not super musical with like uh, chord structure and 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 things like that. But uh, it's like 
it's going in this one direction and then they they kind of throw in an odd chord yeah they to do a throw lot it of off. they do a lot of um I, I i don't know the technical terms either but i think it's like a half step where it sounds yeah. like it'd be a major chord going to a major chord but they throw in a half step which gives it kind of like an off eerie sort of tone yes i i love those types of chords and and those types of uh progressions and and this has that in the chorus um again i i think this album just as a whole is it's it's a it can be a little bit chaotic uh and it, it production value wise i think it's it's a a little bit sloppy um but it's it's okay cuz it fits like the whole style the aesthetic that they're trying to go for i feel like the recluse it's kind of a relaxing song in a weird way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the the line I love, uh, I love the line that says, "My ego's like my stomach; it keeps shitting what I feed." That's it. one of my favorite lines in. That's a any great line. Song. It's so good. That's a really, really great. I I I really enjoy that. Really standout part for me. I was like, ah, that's really clever writing. So. I really dug that. Um, I, I just want to mention too, lyrically, I didn't really. Uh, again, I, I could have been missing overall themes. I could have been missing stuff. A lot of it sounded pretty depressing, yeah, pretty downtrodden I, lyrics. But I don't know. Can you speak on lyrics at all? Uh yeah. Do you want me to do that now or at the end? Because I have. That's one we'll of the reasons. That's one of the reasons why this is one of my favorite albums. We'll wait till the end. Okay. We'll wait till the end. Butcher the song. Uh, that one is a skip for me. That just sure. needs to. That I, I get what they're doing. I I get it, but like, the whole thing is just like dissonant chords, like really clashing uh, notes with each other, and uh, just kind of embodies disorder. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> kind of a staple for cursive. They have quite sure. a few songs in their repertoire that are along that lines. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. And I'm glad that they kept it to es- essentially this one song. I mean, there's like other parts that kind of fell into the similar line, but um, I'm glad they kept it to just this one song that was like, okay, this is like, this is like the feeling before you throw up. Like it's, it's yep. like, I don't, you know what I mean? It's like, it's it, something's about to happen, but it, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, to describe. Um, Driftwood, a fairy tale. I said, good recovery after the butcher song, <laughs> like, because it's, it's, it's well put together and it's more, uh, cohesive and it's not just a dissonant mess which butcher the song is to me yes absolutely uh gentleman caller it this was the only other song that could maybe fall in the same line as butcher the song um it ends up kind of evening out at the end into kind of like a more beautiful uh sort of ending but other other than that, it it has some elements of that dissonant chaos that uh, Butcher the Song has. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know that that's just kind of me. Harold Weathervane and Bloody Murderer. I think they both songs fit really nicely together. They have that same same like ringing bell sound 
throughout both of them that that works well that that they uh it it's well thought out that they put these two songs back to back and uh they they just kind of have similar musical themes to them uh, mainly that bell sound but really it's it just it they they melded nicely with each other i think they carry that into sierra too i think they carry it for most of the back half of the album sure I, again could have missed it i mean i I I actually thought that Sierra had a really nice kind of driving beat to it. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that they would have left the album at that track because I feel like it would have been a nicer ending than uh, Staying Alive, which uh, why is this track even here? I, I really just am like, it's eight minutes of just this, just kind of like i mean yeah it's beautiful music and it's but it's just like an ambient background noise that i feel <laughs> i said staying alive should have been left for dead <laughs> so um you know it's just a joke but it i don't know there there's just something about it that i i just was like ah i don't want to listen to 8 minutes of just like this same one note sort of musical backdrop for like a sad film from a student in college or something like that um overall though i think the album really does keep you on your toes i i mentioned at the the front i mean there's violins there's horn sections there's organ really cool little elements that are thrown into some tracks not all tracks and i think that they're all well thought out uh, to even add those little elements because it's not like they're adding uh violins or organs or horn sections on every song they're adding it where it's needed i feel like Mm -hmm. i feel like they have a really good ear for where you know what let's add x instrument into this song i feel like that'll work well in this section and they don't overstay the welcome they don't over it's never an overbearing sound it's just it uh it's kind of like oh cool they're they're adding this really unique instrument into there and it kind of sets them apart maybe from other bands that were doing similar stuff at that time um but really uh that kind of you know maybe a, a contradiction but there were bands doing similar stuff at the time uh and i think that adding those instruments are the only thing that maybe sets them apart uh otherwise they kind of fade in with maybe some of the other bands that were around that time um i i, I do want to note that <clears throat> as soon as you said the band's name is cursive uh, and the the album was Ugly Organ. Mm-hmm. I thought that this was going to be a band that's like <laughs> like heavy uh, spoken word <laughs> band. Well, like, you know what though, he does. Like, there's an album after this one where he does a lot of weird kind of spoken word. Okay, songs. so so I don't know if you've ever heard of these bands, but I thought it was going to be like. Um, Law Dispute or Me Without You. I don't know if you've ever heard those bands, I but not, no. so they they they're more like uh, Law Dispute is like more heavier music, but it's just like a guy that kind of 
it's spoken word sort of speaking over the top of it. Uh, really great band, by the way. Uh, and Me Without You is is more like they started off really heavy hardcore and with spoken word, and then they moved into more like uh, folksy indie rock with spoken word over the top. I sure. thought it was going to be one of those experiment experiences, <laughs> okay. just based on their name again. But it's like. But I'm like, ah, I wonder if it's going to be this. And then I just kind of shove all that out of my mind. And then I just am like, okay, let's just sit down. Let's enjoy this. Let's enjoy this album. Um, overall, though, I don't know if I would come back to it. Uh, other than maybe Art is Hard. Uh, that, that's the name of the song, right? Yeah. Art is Hard? Yep. Yeah. Other than Art is Hard, um, maybe The Recluse. I. It's just kind of like... I have no nostalgic tie, and that's kind of my my thing with it. Because I, I feel like this music in particular, this emo uh, era of music, if you don't have like that strong nostalgic tie to it, it's it might be hit or miss, mm-hmm. you know, for you. And it's not that this album is a miss. I think it's great. Uh, it's or well, it's good. It's just not. It doesn't hit for me the same way other bands did during this time. Sure. And so that that's kind of my thoughts on it. I, I like the the unique style of all the instruments that they add. Uh, some of the screaming parts I really love. They do it tastefully. And um, overall, I, I mean, it's an interesting listen, if nothing else. I'm really curious, though, as to why you say this is like one of your top albums well i was trying to think about it and i was like sure. again it's one of those moments where i'm like i can't ever pinpoint josh yeah. <laughs> so. well i i have a nostalgic tie i didn't come up on this sure. album in 2003 i would say that i was probably more in my late teens 2000 what is it 2007 2008 something like that i sure. i've been a fan of cursive but i didn't know that i was a fan i had a couple songs of theirs that i liked but i had no idea that was the band name and okay. then I found this album. My uh, old guitar player, my band, actually showed me it, and I fell in love with it. Some of the reasons are, again, it came at a time for me when I was listening to, you know, Fall Out Boy, Sum 41. I grew up on Blink-182, brand new. And this was something that was kind of in the same realm where it was emo-ish, but it, yeah. had, it had horns and it had violins and it had interesting chord structures and they weren't just using power chords. And it was something that for me was was different and interesting and yeah. tim casher the singer and songwriter of this band i think writes some of the most interesting songs i would say whether you enjoy them or not they're if nothing else they're super interesting like the one that you didn't enjoy butcher the song mm-hmm. i believe it was I, i'm not gonna it's not my favorite cursive song ever but you can't say that it wasn't weird and different, which yeah, no, definitely was yeah. But my main reason for liking cursive is lyrically speaking, I guess. So we'll start with some redheaded, uh, some red-handed sleight of hand. It's a yeah. song. What I get out of it is it's a. So I'm gonna set the tone for this. This is what I got out of the album. What I know about Tim Casher is he was married, got cheated on. I'm assuming that he must have caught her given the lyrics that he writes, which I'll get into mm. more. And then that's what I think this whole album is about. Okay. Uh, so some redheaded. Oh my god. It's a hard title. Some red-handed <laughs> sleight of hand. 
yeah, is yeah. to me. So there's some lyrics in it. I believe that it's him fighting with the fact that he was religious, but this thing happened to him, which is making him question religion. Like we were married Yo. and we were religious, but why the fuck did this happen? So he has a lyric in his songs where he says, the Reverend plays on the ugly organ. He spews out his sweet and salty sermon on the audience. So why do I think I'm any different? I've been making money off my indifference. We all pass the hat around, which is him yes. saying, you know, the, the church is doing no different than I am. They're passing a hat around making money and I'm selling my fucking songs. We're all the same people. Religion means nothing to me. My, I'm yeah. a fucking cuck. <laughs> I did. I did catch some of the like religious, like, undertones to things yep. and stuff like that there's, which i yeah i we'll, think we'll there's touch a on later. i think there's a lot of it like the so then the recluse is a very clear story of him being cheated on i mean the beginning lyrics are i wake alone in a woman's room i hardly know you know then and then he yeah. says the room is littered with books and notebooks i imagine what they say like shoe fly don't bother me but it's it's just it's this whole yeah. song of him saying like this used to be my home it doesn't feel my like my home now and then the mm. end the ending lyrics are I wake alone in a woman's room. I hardly know I wake alone and pretend that I'm finally home, which I'm guessing that towards the end, he shifted from being, I, I, I'm probably reading too much in this, but he probably it, in my head, he shifted from being like in his own home to maybe in a stranger's home home. And he had like a one night stand kind of thing. Mm, and he's sort of maybe, trying to yeah. move on from his, you know, religious endeavors and his endeavors with his wife. Sure. But and then I so the gen, a gentleman caller to me is a song that he's writing thinking about like all the shit that he did to make his wife cheat on him essentially like he says in the song hmm. um you know that he came home drunk and it, it, one of his lyrics is baby I've been drinking with some friends now how about a little kiss bad boy rub his nose in it like I imagine that he's recollecting times where maybe he wasn't a good husband and maybe that's why she ended up cheating on him. Mm, uh-huh. Yeah, like blaming himself. Sure, like, for sure. All the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there yeah. are some songs that I can't quite tie into it, like Harold Weathervane or Bloody Murder. I'm just not sure how those and maybe sure. Sierra would tie into the story. But this is where I have to disagree with you on the song Staying Alive because I think that Staying Alive is there. It, maybe it didn't need to be eight minutes. But the song needs to be there at the end for me because this is him basically saying, like, this happened. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep making music. I'm going to I'm going to stay alive. I'm going to be on this earth. I'm going to get over this. And it switches to that sort of pretty side where it where it fades out. And he's essentially moving on with his life, which, yeah. by the way, judging by his other albums, he wrote he did not move on. At all, yeah, sure. Like up sure. until current. I mean, that's fucking tough, dude. Like, so the album's important to me again for nostalgia because it broke me out of the same old shit. But I uh-huh. think that musically speaking, they're a super interesting band, and they do a lot of things that are, I would say, questionable at first. But at least they're taking a step in a different direction, and they have albums right. and songs that are generic, you know, e- emo music that come out of. Omaha, there's a couple bands with, um, who's the guy from Bright Eyes? Con- Connor Oberst is another big name from Omaha, who's okay. along the same lines. He has a lot of this emo music. And they, on this album, they kind of broke out of that and tried new things and put in organs and, and synths and violins and weird shit. And then lyrically speaking, I think that he is one of my absolute favorite writers. 
I think that he is incredibly poetic and you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt because if you don't like the music, it's going to be hard to get the message. And he says a lot of shit that is kind of hard to keep up with. Like you said, the, my ego's like my stomach. I keep shitting when I feed it. That's going to be a hit or miss for people. I think that's an amazing line, like incredible. Not everybody's going to think that way, but I think the general writing on this album is incredibly poetic and it's not like that same old, you know, early two thousands music where it has to rhyme and it has to fit. And he's singing about a girl. Like he's really pouring out his experiences and he's yeah, essentially just being his own therapist in a way. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's why I like it so, so much. Plus I've, so I've only seen them live one time. I saw them at the 400 bar though, in Minneapolis before it closed, which okay. is a tiny little club. It's like 200 people. And I would say that they're they're very far up there for best bands I've ever seen live. They were hmm. incredible. They what did, did they do instrumentation wise, like switching and stuff like that? Do they you had, recall at all? They had two guitars, bass, and drums, uh, and then they okay. had they had some samples for certain things. But I remember the guitar player, one of the guitar the lead guitarist, I should say, played a lot of the violin parts with a bow on his guitar, which sounded Uh, amazing through the monitors. It was really, really good. That is cool. But they were hands down one of the best bands that I've seen. I I was just going to say, as soon as you said the story of uh, the the singer and, and everything about the, this band, there's actually another band that is wildly similar. Um, they are called Calibretto Thirteen. Okay. Uh, they were they were on a Christian label back in probably around the same time, like you know, early two thousands, maybe late late nineties. And the singer was married, and all their music, by the way, was like super positive, super like. Just, just, just feel good kind of music for the most part. And what happened was, uh, he also caught his wife cheating on him, and uh, he essentially kind of went a little not off the rails in the sense of he did anything, but like off the rails as in like, well, fuck religion, then, you know, and like fuck all this other stuff, and and then he went under the moniker of just Calibretto and it's a, there was a seven song EP that he released Mm -hmm. that is when you know the backstory of what happened to him, um, a little bit disturbing to listen to cause it's like, it's like, uh, it's stuff like, well, you know, I caught you cheating. I'm, you know, I caught my wife cheating on me, so someone's going to die tonight, you know, sort of thing. Jesus. And it's like, whoa. But the album is really great. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, like uh, um, it's, uh, it actually, it's, it's really punky and really, uh, just fast and and it actually has organ in it as well weirdly enough <laughs> same band I, just I, maybe um 
I don't think I'd ever give you that album like as a swap, but if you're ever curious for just a a random listen to an album, Calibretto, and I think the album is just called Calibretto. Let me let me double check on that actually. Oh no, it's uh yeah, the album is called Dead by Dawn. He uh he then kind of went off the he went off the deep end a little bit, and I think he released another album under a completely different moniker. And uh, it was all about like a lot of like weird other out there stuff. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but Calibre- Calibretto 13, Dead by Dawn, actually released in 2003. So... Um, Weirdly enough, same year, um, same situation, <laughs> organs, <laughs> just, uh, but it's a, it's an interesting listen. I'd, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on it. I, I haven't listened to the album for probably 10 years minimum. I mean, it's been a long time, but it just reminded me of that. And I used to really love that album, but anyways, I uh, I like those tie-ins. I like the lyrical backdrop of it. That gives that gives a a bigger picture. It paints a better uh, portrait than kind of what my uh, naked eye could see. But um, that's really interesting. I'm. It is. It is curious that this is like something that you you have as your like one of your favorite albums but i totally get it after exp- explaining it and stuff like that and I actually, especially with the n- nostalgic ties and stuff i actually but. played the recluse quite often uh, yeah. with my band we used to do i was the drummer of the band but we would switch and i i wrote a song on guitar and then if i want if we wanted like to take a break from him singing constantly cuz it you know would thrash his voice a little bit on a long set i would just stay up and we'd play the recluse cuz that's one of my favorite songs to play Oh, we well, I, you, you know what? I was actually going to mention. I could totally hear <laughs> your your all's influence from for this sure, band for sure. Like, like a hundred percent. Like, not a hundred percent musically, but for sure, like lyrically, vocally. I would say like, this band and Brand New were probably the biggest for our writing style. Yes, yes. Not for my for sure. not for my drumming because I don't know where the fuck I pulled any of that from. But the actual songs, the cursive was up there on the list for sure. Yeah. So, any other last thoughts on cursive or drain? I'm good. I'm good if you're good, baby. I'm good, baby. Um. So, check out Drain, California Cursed. Check out Cursive, The Ugly Organ. Which I thought was just no the in there, but you know, ah, whatever. It's okay. Um, check out one nine seven media, and uh, if you're really missing shows like I am, and you like heavier music, check out his YouTube channel because it's almost like you're there, stage diving with the rest of them. You know what I mean? I also, uh, on an unrelated note, uh, listened to T Pain's Tiny Desk concert on so good. about a monthly basis. So good. Go watch T Pain's Tiny Desk concert. It's a, we'll do an episode about it. It's unbelievable. Oh, dude, I want I want to like right now. Um, it's anyway, so good. <laughs> anyways, 
God, I love T Pain. He just like he streams <laughs> video games now. What a what a what a what a guy, you know. T Pain. I watched him on like Cribs or something, and he he goes to his truck and he goes, "Look at this shit." He can do push-ups underneath his truck. That guy's cool. <laughs> Just for that fact, he can that do push-ups. Like, that under was his truck. His, that was his big flex. Like, look, I can do push-ups under. <laughs> if you see this, uh, I can do push-ups under my truck, uh, and you know, it's uh, you know, the auto tune is going to come out right here, uh, and uh, that's how T Pain sounds. That is precisely what he sounds like. Yeah. So, anyways, this has been. Uh, bad band mates mm-hmm. i'm nate that's josh and we swapped a couple of two three albums here and if you like what you heard you can give a like and a share on the whatever podcasting app that you use and follow us on social meds instagram facebook twitter tweet mails you can uh you can always leave us a suggestion as well we do bonus episodes for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'd like to know your thoughts on these albums. So what do you think, people? Also, we have a Spotify playlist up. All of these bands that we've been talking about, we're going to pick a couple songs of theirs that we like and put them into that playlist. So if, you, if you're if you like, man, I don't want to listen to a whole album, you can check out that playlist. Get a little a listen, taste. Get a little tit. See if... <laughs> See if there's anything that you like. If you like tits, you'll <laughs> like us. <laughs> <laughs>